Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Miodrag Milenkovic. Alright, happy Friday everyone. As always, new interviews coming out every Friday and new solocast episode is coming out every Tuesday. So if you are a first time listener and you want to learn how to make money online, uh, if you want to master marketing and affiliate marketing and all the skills that are needed to make money online, then this is the right place for you. Consider subscribing not to miss any of the future content. And also you may dive into the past interviews for we had some pretty amazing people such as Steve Larson, Blake Newber, Spencer Mickham, Jeffrey Bennett, a lot of like six, seven and even eight figure earners. Anyway, before we dive into our today's episode, just a quick reminder, I think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that I am doing a masterclass on Facebook profile engagement, uh, how to triple and quadruple your profile engagement. I managed to get mine to like 10, I managed to like 10 and even 20x my engagement in like a couple of months and I want to help you too. I made a post like two weeks ago or so uh, about this masterclass and all people that actually replied are eligible to get it for only seven dollars now in case they change their mind in these two weeks and i'll let like it's about 15 people from that post i think so if some of them gave up and there are a bit more places you can take it uh just go at affiliatejourney.co slash dave or connect with me on messenger i will hook you up and you can get it for seven bucks and if it's not seven bucks anymore the uh, the price will likely jump to 17 which again if you are using facebook to drive traffic and to get leads it's nothing in comparison to value that you may get anyway uh our today's guest is david Lowe, and i actually mispronounced his name when i was starting a podcast which is a bit embarrassing but let's let's not laugh at my mistake and david is has been in like online world for such a long time and as he says he has a black belt in business he run a very successful business and now he's diving into marketing and what i really loved is that he's yet another guest that had amazing success with one funnel away challenge and again he's just one of many uh he's uh, the one final away challenge for him uh, took him even deeper into online board waters and got him back into marketing he has plenty of knowledge that he has shared on the episode i learned quite a few new things and i'm sure you will as well but i don't wanna uh make this even longer i hope you're gonna enjoy the episode and as always, I am open for some feedback. Hello, everyone. You 
you're listening to Affiliate Journey. I'm your host, Mildrag, and my today's guest is none other than Mr. David Love. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Such a pleasure to have you on, brother. Mildrag, that's not too bad. Have I pronounced your name right? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> my surname's David Love. Oh, did I say Love? <laughs> yeah, because uh, because we were just talking earlier, weren't we? And we we're saying, uh, how do I pronounce your name? Is like, like getting it right. So that's funny. I should have asked <laughs> you, I guess. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, really good. Thank you, uh, Mirdrag. Yeah, it's nice to nice to have you. So the first question I love to ask my guests is first, of course, like their background story so you can introduce yourself to the listeners and uh why did you why did you decide to work online i'm always curious about that one yeah so it's um yeah so am i <laughs> well my journey started uh, many years ago i guess from the, for an online line point of view uh, i started um marketing probably around about 2006 7 around about then um, but I've been in and out of it, as I, as, you know, as I said to you before, uh, over the years, my background um, really for where I learned about a lot of it was from my original uh, distribution business I ran, which was selling physical products to martial arts instructors. We were, we were a martial arts distribution company, grew, grew from the ground up. But, but prior to that, um, really, my background is martial arts. Um, I was an engineer by trade in the Grand Prix business, believe it or not, tool making. But um, uh, I became a karate instructor eventually. Um, my old martial arts karate instructor, Japanese instructor, taught Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Conan films as well. So uh, that That's was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, and I went over and lived with him in 1985, Mirdrag. Um, I did uh, the real karate kid thing. I was actually lived the i lived like the film <laughs> i was about 23 22 23 and i went and lived in his in his dojo and uh for about three or four months and just you know just trained and got the crap beaten out of me and learned how to do karate <laughs> that's cool okay and eventually came i was running my own schools i had six schools at one time and um i uh, uh met my 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 past uh, wife i guess and um i started she was selling equipment and i started getting into that and around about probably 1998 1999 i started selling a marketing kit to martial art professional schools which was from the united states and it was called, called business in a box really and every month they would get marketing information and help on how to become how to grow their schools and you know from a business point of view as well as as, as recruiting so my sales experience I learned a lot through that um, prior to that I, I got into sales really marketing um, selling pensions and insurance believe it or not uh, that's how I learned about sales and I learned a lot from the guys who ran those companies you know they were some real entrepreneurs and that's back in sort of like the late 80s early 90s but the martial arts business gradually grew and we grew our, our business really from, from nothing up to when I exited around about, we were doing about probably in dollars, about five and a half, six million dollars turnover we were doing when I, when I left. Uh, I left because I got divorced and um, <laughs> I, she kept the company and I exited and went to do my own thing. But during that time in the company, um, and the marketing we were doing, 
um, we introduced um, our own coaching program because I was coach. I had my own business coach for about two to three years to help us uh, develop our company because we we grew so fast, my drink that it was, you know, we kind of like it was just like a roller coaster ride, and, and it, it never went down. It always it was just upward all the time. You know, we were doing sort of like two when I was when I left, we we were on about sort of three 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 hundred and fifty four hundred thousand a month selling kit. Crazy, you know. And um, back then, it was like even the bigger amount of money than it is than it is now. Like me, quite a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, though three hundred thousand back then is like I don't know nine hundred thousand today or so. It's yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah, I mean, the market's only so big. Um, and we introduced a lot of products from the United States. We we were the main importer. You know, the body torso you see, and everyone beats up. It's called Bob. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Yeah. But we introduced that to the European market back in, you know, the, the early 2000s from a company called Century in the United States. Um, but what we were doing, though, we were introducing um, the coaching, the business side, because if we could, if my, my philosophy was if I could get the martial arts instructors to become more professional, in turn, they would recruit more students because we were helping them grow and they buy more kit from us because that was kind of like the equation that we, that we worked on. Um, but unbeknown to us, it, it grew quite fast and it, and it was, it was uh, something we need to put systems in place to make sure that we, we had the right, um, you know, we knew the numbers basically. Um, it was always difficult, but I hated physical product though. That was the problem. It was just an ongoing cycle of getting things in and out the door. You know, it was just crazy. I much preferred the digital stuff we were doing, um, which was the marketing and the online stuff. Uh, we, we wrote, a, I showed you earlier, this was um, the first manual I wrote uh, and I launched uh, on a sales funnel, believe it or not, back in 2008, we sold this. And it was a, it was a coaching program um, for the martial arts instru instructors based on the 90-day coaching we did in the business because we worked on quarterly you know, marketing. We were always doing 90 days in advance marketing, you know, pre-planning. If we were in January, it was March we were working on. You know, it's kind of that cycle, what we were doing. Um, and this really came about from me uh, networking with Frank Kern. Uh, I learned from him, really, and Jeff Walker, you know, the early days, a lot of the early marketers. Um, and I built the, uh, the sales funnel based on a course that Frank Kern had done, and it was on Optimized Press. Um, the email system you had to bolt on as well. It wasn't very easy to API in those days. Even this manual, I had to um, send all the artwork off and, and all the written, all the copy in there to the United States to Killer Covers to get that printed up. You couldn't even do it on like we can nowadays. You can just write it up online and you know print it off and got a PDF and do a 3D image. You know, <laughs> that's a vital. Yeah, you know how Russell Brunson put on the wall all the pictures of his yeah. funnel process? Well, that's kind of how it was. You know, it was took us a month just to try and put it all together and then oh, get okay. it to work. It was crazy. Really and crazy. We are so lucky today. We are not even aware of it. We take so many things for granted, I feel like, man. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a lot easier, without a doubt. Um, but then what happened uh, when I I went through a real down phase when I, I exited the, the company. And also I had a business partner at the time who was running the coaching with me in the business. Uh, his name was Chris Gill. 
And I still work with him now. I've known him 30 years and we still run our coaching business together. And it's quite really cool. And um, he went through a divorce as well. And it's kind of like everything was like, like this going up and then it just went boom down, you know, and that was the worst time ever around 2010, 11. Um, and I started coaching again and got back online again did some online courses etc and I built another sales funnel for it was a lead magnet page for martial arts schools again selling um, or helping them I, I, I developed produced six ebook covers for martial arts schools for each different type of class they were running and I sold those and I showed them how to write the ebook I showed them how to build the landing page, how to do data capture, you know, using an autoresponder, all that sort of stuff. We put we put the stuff onto, um, on, we used uh, ClickBank at the time back then as well, put the products on there so people could buy it, martial arts schools, uh, which is an affiliate, um, you know, resource. And um, uh, at the time, I was back in the online business again because I'd, I'd kind of been in it, came out, got back in it again. And... Um, Unbeknown to me uh, at the time, a friend of mine who was a martial arts school owner here in the UK came to me and said, oh, David, I've got this, uh, this business opportunity to get back into the gear side of things. You're the only person with the experience I know in the industry in Europe who can help me. Are you interested? And I went, uh, okay. And as uh, long as you make me a partner, we're fine. Uh, but it was venture backed. You know, and Steve Larson talks about don't get venture back in. Well, this company had already had venture backing and gone bust. What the venture company asked us to do was resurrect it and try and get some of their money back. So we did that. And I learned my lesson over the last three years up until the end of, uh, beginning of this year, 2019, I was, I was in that company. I built it up to about seven, 800,000 a year we were doing, just about. Uh, of course, Brexit came along and kill, killed our... Um, and if you don't know what Brexit is in the United States, just Google it. I won't explain it. <laughs> but Brexit came along and killed our margins, uh, Madrag, Midrag, 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 yeah, Midrag. yeah, <laughs> killed our margins. And I just, I, I was burnt out. And I thought, you know what? My love is affiliate marketing, uh, online marketing. Uh, I was looking at e-commerce again, drop shipping with Shopify. And I, was, I did quite a few courses with Shopify. And then one day in January, I saw this advert. And it was a cowboy saying your website was dead. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I agree with that. Let's, let's have a look, you know. And I went on and I got on the One Funnel Away Challenge. And the rest is history. Um, yeah, and I'm here where I am now. Um, man uh the majority of my guests i think have their like success stories usually starting off with one final away challenge it is like truly amazing mm -hmm. and i like that yours like kind of has the same the same stuff so you've been through a lot like when you said you were beginning i was like a little breath in grade school i remember like 26 i was finishing uh grade school and mm. you got you got plenty of experience like how, how would you put into words for people just starting out like times of course have changed from back then mm. but for someone relatively new in all of this if you could like 
give some words of wisdom about working online and about marketing? Like, what would you say to someone who is new and say they would ask you that? Well, everybody's um, at a different level when they come into, when they discover it's it's kind of like it's, I don't know if you've read the book by Michael Gerber. I'll tell you a little story. Um, I uh, was in a, a marketing conference for the martial arts back in crikey, two thousand, maybe nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, or something like that. And um, uh, one of the keynote speakers at the the event. This was in Florida. This was um, like I said many years ago. Was Michael Gerber, and I'd never even heard of him or his book, The E Myth. And um, what the e-myth is, basically, the E stands for entrepreneurial myth. And it's kind of like when you go into business, he talks about when you have what he calls the entrepreneurial seizure, where, you know, you think it's, a, it's the idea of I'm going to get into business, I'm better at my job. You know what job stands for, J-O-B, in my, my world, is just over broke. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, maybe I learned that from him. I can't remember. <laughs> but um, uh, he told the story of um, somebody or somebody going through the process of actually coming out of a job, um, starting their own business, and then going through the pitfalls of of this journey, if you like. And the journey is very difficult because you know everyone's at different levels. But you so soon realise if you don't make the right choices, it becomes a job again. You see. And you get stuck in, you know, you, you never, like somebody, like my, my old job, you know, I was 24-7 responsibility, not just for me and the, and the staff and the product and all that stuff. It, it was a real stress, you know, and you, you need to have some free time. And I think what online marketing can create for you if you do it the right way is, is more freedom. Like Maxime, I don't know if you know Maxime Reynolds. He he he's a good fr- friend, online friend with me. I've just just he just messaged me just earlier, and he he was on the KBB and he did the course around about the same time earlier in the year. He's a French guy. Um, he's he's out in Mexico was, and he's an affiliate marketer as well. And um, he's living the nomad life, if you like, because he's young enough to do that. Whereas I, you know, I'm married. I've got my home. You know. I want to go and eventually go and live in Greece, but that's my goal. Um, and, and, and it's written down and I've, I've got it mapped out. But, um, you know, it's kind of like that freedom. You think you can be your own boss, but you need to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. That's the key to this. First, okay, what are you interested in? I know everyone goes on about find out your why and things like that, but it, that is important. But what, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And, and what are you good at and, and find out what you're good at. But the, I would say the one key thing you should do is do the one funnel away challenge if you're going to get into funnels because anybody who comes on my – I have about five guys who I do one-on-one coaching with at the moment. And every single one of those is on the course or has done the course. They need to understand where I'm coming from. And secondly, I said, I said one thing, it's two things. Secondly is find a group online – that you can start to network with. Affiliate marketing elite, he said. What yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the key. Because you, you'll get, I, I, there's a lot of people who, are, who, you know, maybe done more than me. Uh, I've done more than them, you know, on the same wavelength. But anybody with a problem, like I, I go on Blake's group quite a lot and the ClickFunnels group quite a lot. And um, I'm active on there. 
Um, and we'll help each other. And it's a, it's a good network. And there's you know, there's 3,000 odd people on there, you know, and they're probably five or five or six percent actually are active. But if you stay active and ask the right questions and don't be scared to ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. You know, people will pick up on it. I mean, in my old engineering days, when we, we, when we got um, the drawing to make the thing, it was always at the bottom. It said, if in doubt, ask. So, and, and what does Ryan Levesque talk about? Ask. The ask campaign, you know. So, and it's the same thing. If you build a product, find out what your customers want first, you know, then build the product. It's kind of the, the Jeff Walker thing as well. He talks about the seed launch. So, you don't, it's a seed. You don't know. You've got an idea maybe, but you ask your, your audience, your customers, or um, even your friends, what it is, what, what, what would they want if you had a solution to the thing they're looking for and they'll tell you their problems and then you build the product around that. But if it's affiliate marketing, you and I know that the thing with affiliate marketing is it's a product that you can't change. The only thing you can do is change the things you offer to make it more valuable around it. So many people probably heard that before, but that is the secret to affiliate marketing, you know. It's, it's, you know, what are you going to offer? And don't try and try and offer something that you're strong with as well. Don't just offer, you know, I know other people do, their, you know, they offer other people's stuff and, and, and that's fine. But if you can create your own angle and make it valuable from your point, then it builds up your authority. That's the key. And, I, and I'll get onto that actually um, a little bit later because there's some stuff on that that's quite important. From a beginner's point of view. I love that. And you mentioned a couple of really important things. One of which is like, I remember, I think it was also Daxi who said when I interviewed him. And I asked him like, what is the the one trait that you see? Because he's a podcaster as well. And I asked him like, what is one trait that you see that is like the common among all the successful people you have interviewed? And he said, uh, they have awareness. They know what they are good at and they focus on that, like just as you said. So someone mm. who's just beginning, maybe they don't have that awareness really and they don't know what they are good at. So what what route would you suggest they take so they quickly realize what they're actually good at and what should they focus on and how to go from there on? Yeah, well, <clears throat> well, we're talking about there's two different things. Well, one's affiliate marketing, which isn't, which is about building a list. You know, you need to get um, exposure, okay. And the other one is uh, building your brand awareness, which is kind of like one and the same things. If you're building a, a product as well, um, I, I guess you need to be. There's a thing I wrote this down actually. I'm going to read it here. Um, it's it's being being attention seeker online. Um, be current and be creative if you can when you're looking and helping people you know be up to date be curious and be open network because if you do all of those things that is your ROI on yourself that's the return on investment that that will grow into a financial thing but at first it needs to be uh, a giving thing as well um, to I mean this is what I've done uh, when I came back into this and I got into the group, this is the key thing for people listening, I guess, because, you know, they want to know what they need to do or they're already on the journey. Um, I had no contacts 
at all like everybody started. I was exactly the same. I'm still not where I want to be. There's lots of things that get in the way, you know, and the uh, the overwhelm as well. There's so much stuff. Yeah. I, I posted a thing out once a few months ago and I said, hey, everybody, this overwhelm thing, I'm over the whelm. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> that was the kind of like the idea because I've started to focus on the important things that uh, you need to do. Like if you can be a little bit more disciplined with yourself, um, start by getting up in the morning and uh, working out. Maybe I do. This is my routine. I get up uh, after my wife, my wife goes to work. She thinks I don't do anything. She thinks I stay at home and just play on the computer. <laughs> She's not real. Yeah, it's funny. And uh, I, I can imagine uh, yeah, there's a lots of um, people pick up on that. Um, I work out, you know, I eat my breakfast, and then I watch something motivational on TV. Okay, I mean on TV, I mean YouTube, and whether that's Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Tony Robbins, uh, going on to TED or something, or or, or um, uh, Clip, you know, sort of with uh, or Steve Larson or, or Russell Brunton or whatever it is, whatever I'm into at the time, I want to learn, or any of the YouTube guys. If it's on YouTube about mobile phones, I'll do that. If it's anything else, YouTube YouTubers, I'll, I'll follow it, as long as it's the thing I'm into. But what I won't be afraid of is sitting there for half an hour thinking, oh, I've got to, oh, I need to be doing this or that. I'll make sure I, I put the time in, I'm disciplined on that. And that goes into the things you look at online because there are so many things and everyone's grabbing your attention now and you get all these emails through and the you know messengers and, I, and bots and all that sort of stuff, you know, and hear these messages all the time you look on facebook and look at these ads it's just it's madness it never used to be as, as much as that it was mainly emails in the old days then somebody invented facebook and it got crazy some you mark know. guy what yeah some mark from? guy yeah so so what was the question again <laughs> uh how how does one become uh more aware of his or her strengths so he or she can yeah. leverage them sooner before like spending five years on learning. I mean, I guess yeah. there are still not two ways, but the sooner they can realize what their strengths are, I think the better. So how would you, how would you suggest they go about that? Here's how, here's how I did it. <clears throat> I wasn't really sure um, where, what my message would be and what, you know, so I, I'm a, I'm a black belt in martial arts, you know, uh, I've held three black belts in three different styles of martial arts over the years. I've taught martial arts, etc. Um, and I remember, and I remembered a saying um, that we used to use back in the day when we were coaching martial arts guys. And that was, you know, you can be, well, I'll tell you the story, right? We were in Germany. I went to Germany with a friend of mine back in 2006. And um, he, he asked me over there because he was interested in, in help introducing business coaching to martial arts schools in Germany. And unbeknown to me, it was one. It was probably the first professional uh, um, uh, coaching seminar that has ever been over there for the, for that particular niche. You know, and we had maybe I don't know twenty German instructors in the room in this hotel in Dortmund. It was, and uh, I was doing my pitch to them, and I was talking about well, not pitch. I was talking about marketing, and I and I, I was looking at all of their marketing flyers and the leaflets and all the stuff they were doing, all that stuff, and it was quite it was really out of date really was compared to what we were doing in the uk at the time and the us 
And um, I remember one guy coming up to me afterwards, and he's a, he's a well-known kickboxing champion and also runs a big tournament as well, tournaments. And he came up to me and he said, David, his name was Klaus, and he said, David, he said, I might be a black belt in the martial arts, he said, but I'm a yellow belt in business. Right? And, I, and, then, and then the thought came to me, yeah, you can be a black belt in, in business from a martial arts point of view. That's your goal, you know? So you'll see on my Facebook page, it says black belt in business. Because, and I thought, because you can use that in anything, because everyone knows what a black belt is. Uh, and that's kind of what everyone thinks is the top level in martial arts, right? But it isn't, but it's just, that's what we call in martial arts, the black belt, is that's the beginning, that's the beginning. Okay, you've gone through your learning stage. That's the beginning. And, and I think to answer your question, if, you're, if you are a beginner looking for, for your way, you need to go through your belt levels to become proficient, not an expert or master, proficient at what we need to know. So that is how to build a funnel, how, to, how, to, how, how, how does it look, the graphics, and don't get caught up in the graphics because Frank Kern's best converting um, landing page was just a plain old page with an arrow, some red writing and a box. That was it. <laughs> okay. Don't get caught up in the fancy stuff because you'll be hours on there just mucking about and wasting time. Um, you need to understand about autoresponders, how to, how, how, to, how to get them working, how to opt people in, opt people out automatically, auto follow-ups, broadcasts, all that sort of thing. You need to understand um, about copywriting, really important, the message, the written word, bullets, I'm a great fan of Jim, uh, Jim Edwards, um, the guy with uh, ClickFunnels on, on Funnel Scripts. That, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, so, so there was another guy called I learned a lot from called John Carlton. Look him up, he's still around, but he was like the godfather of copywriting online. So you need to learn about that. You also need to understand about nowadays how to link it all up and, and funnel everything into your sales funnel as well. So you can use Facebook, Instagram, channel. If you've got a product, single product or whatever, then don't just, just don't think people are just going to come to your, your landing page and, fit, and you've got to figure out how to drive traffic there. You need to drive traffic there from places that you can do it organically. So you need to be active online or, or as well. You need to be, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's dig, dig, digitally native. Okay. <laughs> you need to you need to be on the platforms and be doing it. And even I'm guilty of of not doing enough, but I'm doing I'm doing that one percent every day. So you need to learn all of these things to go through that belt level to become proficient. And I think that's the problem. You can't just be good at it straight away. You've got to, and through that process, you'll learn who you are, and that's when it will come. So there is no on off switch on this it really isn't you know that's the bad news the good news is if you find your niche quickly well done you know but stick to it and try not to deviate my my one now is really what i do a lot is you know i on on the groups and 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 coaching is um, is trying to help people figure out how to create their businesses and make them more effective that's what i'm about but i've got a, a lot of back knowledge from years of just being around this industry that's why I'm keen, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting out of it again. I, I got back into it in February this year, 2019, 2020. I'm going for it. I really am. You know, I want to help people 
you know, and, and anyone can reach out to me and I will talk to them for free. It doesn't bother me. I'm not going to charge anybody anything unless they want to get involved on a deeper level, you know. I love that approach. And I also love that like belt levels and actually figuring out throughout the journey, like what you're good at. And I think you're really spot on uh, back when I was beginning. I had no clue what I was good at. <laughs> I would like learn left and right and like SEO for blogging and funnels and then uh, how to start a business. And like I was all over the damn place. But I guess everyone needs to needs to go through all of that so mm. they can actually have some grasp onto what is important, what are they good at. And the more focus you gain later, like the le- the more you are bulletproof to like shiny object syndromes that are yeah. really coming our way every day, especially oh, I think in the marketing when we are bombarded left and right. But, yeah. There's some good guys out there who teach some good courses and what you've got to do, um, what you've got to do, Mia Drag, is, is filter out, learn to learn to filter out the the stuff that, isn't quite relevant for you because I'm not saying you know it's all rubbish some people you know say oh no you know there's only so many courses that are good and the rest of you know are rubbish and whatever I don't know you only know when you know and you've got to dip in and find out but there are some good good people I've found out there that um, especially from a point of view of building a Facebook group you know um, how to do that is is you know, and be active on that and make it valuable. That's just the key is, is, is making it value. But there's so many things out there that, you know, these blooming courses you keep getting through on your phone, you know, you, can, you know, register for this course, you know, tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, no, should I, shouldn't I, you know, am I going to miss out is the thing, isn't it? That's what goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. What am I going to miss? They play on that scarcity and urgency <laughs> yes. so much. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but um, uh, I guess, um, what was I going to say, around about uh, halfway through this year, really, I kind of like started to understand what, what I really wanted to do, you know, and that is to, I'm, I'm currently building a course at the moment, if I'm okay to talk about that, um, which is, you see these online courses and, and they're really useful and valuable. The One Funnel Away Challenge is, is really good, but it doesn't actually... Um, cover a lot of the other stuff that you really need to know. I mean, it, it picks up on points, but you can go deeper. And what I'm trying to do is, is create, a, create a training course that will show you how to build. It's based around funnels, but also e-com as well. Um, but it will show you what I was talking about earlier, you know, all the other things that, that that you need to know to get through those belt levels, if you like, to try and, try and fast track you a little bit faster than, than trying to keep searching everywhere for this other stuff you know, and make and bring it all into one place. So um, I, I'm, I'm calling it 2020 um, marketing warfare. That sounds good. So, you yeah. know, we've got to take it on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds exciting. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you mentioned before, and I want to get back to that. I think that is like crucial, whether you're a beginner or someone more advanced. Uh, you were mentioning like your angle. And I guess you're positioning with that. So if someone is an affiliate marketer, and again, as you said, we have no control over the targeting as much and over the product itself, 
so how would you how would you recommend someone who is new should first like position themselves and what angle should they strike when they they decided on the product they're going to promote and what should their approach be but again it's 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 where they are in the journey i guess and if they're right at the beginning it's hard to get any sales um it really is you know i've I've been down that road as well and some things when you get your new on and people uh depends also how active the market is at the moment but you know if somebody's promoting the product you know and you're up against it you know you're just going to pick up the bits and pieces around it one of the one of the good ways is if, if you can find out when a product's being launched and you can get in before before the product is launched you can build awareness that way that's a good way of doing it um so you can create like i'm doing at the moment you can create a waiting list an opt-in list i think uh, steve larson alluded to this as well you know and then you can gradually build awareness that way because people are going to want to know especially if it's if it's a product you're selling then even more power but if it's an affiliate product that's coming out and it's not going to be launched for a couple of months get yourself ready to actually get yourself ready for the launch so make sure you have either a blog post up with a page just specifically for that and you won't necessarily get time to drive seo it but you will can you can drive traffic to it from people you know i think part of part of the problem is um is building that traffic that that's the big one how do, how do you do that and the only way you can do that is through time really um, you can also do it through viral marketing as well. I mean, not many people talk about that, but that's a good way of actually gaining, uh, building lists through through viral marketing. There's, there's opportunities online for doing that type of thing as well. But for me, I've had to grow my list slowly again. And I, I want to have a quality list of people. So if I grow my, um, my brand awareness and my authority, people look to me and they think, well, David knows what he's talking about. You know, maybe the stuff... He's, he's promoting, I should look at. So I try and be very selective on what I sell. The, the basics I do are, are click funnels and, and all of those, because that's, that's the easy opportunity, but it's still, it's still hard. I, I see if you're going to do the one funnel away challenge and try and sell click funnels, you need to have a lot of bolt on products that are helping people choose you because it's just, you know, the normal product, but what bonuses can you put in into there as well? Um, so don't just, th- some people, some people say, don't have, don't, don't do loads of bonuses. And some people say you should do. And I'm, I'm a believer of, if I look at a product, an affiliate product, and there's all these bonuses on there, I think it's too much. You know, there's too many, co- there's another course, there's a course with the course, all that sort of stuff. This is mad. You just need to have the course, but you need to offer things that are pertinent to the course you're selling. If you know what I mean. So, so it, it's it's relative to it. That's it's just logic. Think logically about it. You know. Yeah, and also also like look at it from the value in the eyes of the customer. I remember when Spencer was selling 10x secrets and he was, although it was warm traffic, like in his group, he couldn't do it with the cold traffic, but he, one of the things he was offering, if you purchase was his affiliate secrets 2.0, which was like $800 at a time. And I like, I don't know if you know, but in Serbia, 
average salary is around 300 bucks and 600 bucks is almost like, I don't know, 4,000 in UK. It's a lot of money. And I remember buying that course just so I can get like uh, Spencer's course as well. And when you can like create that value, he didn't have that bonus stack of 15 things. It was like, you get my course if you buy this. And I was like, it's a no brainer. I have to, I have to get it. So that's yeah it's very important and you mentioned like a couple of more things i loved Uh, it was around building your brand building an email list and having your own traffic so i think that's important to start working on from the beginning and Mm. how how would you recommend to people who are new to focus on their own brand, on their email list, their own traffic, their own audience. Like, what are some, what is some piece of the, of advice well, you have? Well, we went when, when I was at the um, when I was doing my distribution business back back in the first one. Um, we went through a rebrand, uh, you know, because a re a branding. Uh, we had a brand anyway, our own brand, but. Um, a, brand, a rebrand isn't about, or, or creating a brand isn't just about creating a logo. Okay, most people think, oh, you know, they have the e-myth, right? The entrepreneurial seizure. You go, right, uh, my name is David Lowe. I need to have David Lowe logo. You know, so I'll go on to Canva or I'll go on to Shutterstock and I'll, and I'll create this image, this logo, and that's me, that's my brand image. It goes deeper than that. You see, you've, you've, this is the whole process that uh, maybe I should do something on this because um, it's not just about the logo. It's about what's your message, what, what what's your what's your um, uh, your USP, you know, your unique selling proposition. What do you have um, uh, a vision, mission, and culture statement for who you are? You know, we went through all of this uh, when I was back in our company. We had these two guys come in. Um, who were branding experts. They used to work for a company called Saatchi and Saatchi. You ever heard of them? They're like this massive, oh, massive, yeah, big old branding marketing company. They're probably still around. And they used to work for them. And they went on their own. This is in the UK. And uh, they came and saw us one day. We, I can't remember how we found them. And they came in and they did this, this they asked us all these questions about, well, what your, what's your company about? What do you believe in? You know, what do you want your customer to see? All of these questions that are based around, you know, they were trying to find the answer for us. And, um, and, they, and they went away and they said, we'll come back and show you what we come up with. And then two weeks later, they came back again. Now, in the martial arts, it's all about, if you think about it, it's about discipline. It's about control, all that stuff. You know, you walk into the dojo, you know, into the training hall, you bow, yeah? Stuff like that. And you go on, you bow and you leave, you bow to the instructors, all that type of tradition involved in it but also from a sales point of view it's about customer service which is what we're about you know there's some really bad appalling customer service out there and there's some really good customer service but how you treat your customers is key because they'll that's how they'll stay with you and keep repeat buying because if somebody buys from you one time they'll they should, technically you should be able to eat it's easier to sell to them especially from a point of view of, of affiliate marketing if you can get that one sale or that one commitment and, and don't let it go and keep feeding that. It's like when's a good time to plant a tree? It's like that now. So what, but you've got to keep watering the tree. Okay, it's the old bamboo story, isn't it? Keep watering the bamboo and it never grows. And then one day it grows six foot. 
you know i love that one you got to keep watering it haven't you <laughs> okay so you got to keep doing that stuff but anyway, these guys came back and they did our presentation and they'd asked us what we were about really and i said service to our customers you know we want to make sure we, we provide a good service when somebody rings up for a product or they ring up for that's something they need we need to provide service they came with this chart and they opened they flipped it over and there's a picture of a man in a martial arts uniform bowing like this okay and they said you said you were about service and you sell martial arts equipment this is this is kind of what we see in the martial arts is this is this traditional thing somebody bowing like that and then they flipped it over again it had him bowing with the headline on it and the headline said have you heard of the saying we'll we'll i'll bend over backwards to give you what you to get you what you want you know it's an english saying it's in you know it's kind of like i'll bend over backwards to get it for you you know don't worry I'm, i'll get it for you well their saying was a slant on that it was a guy bowing forward and he said, we'll bend over forwards to give you what you want. <laughs> okay. We're all about service. Okay. And for a martial arts instructor, he automatically will relate to that because it's number one, it's the guy bowing. And secondly, it's a, it's a saying in, the, in England and in the States that they can relate to as well. And that was very clever, really clever for us. And when I... And, I was thinking the I was thinking oh, these guys are going to go away and just sit in a dark room and come up with some load of ideas and charge us twenty thousand pounds you know for coming up with some crazy ideas. But as soon as I saw that, I knew they knew they got it, okay, and then they produced just four ads, and in those days it was print ad you know we we were online and we used the online stuff as well, but we had them for print ad, then we had them for facebook and on and um uh, our website banners and that sort of stuff and, and, and they pinpointed four different areas of our business uh, service product um, uh, stock and things like that and it was all about that and each ad we ran each month was something around that we had a cycle of ads so that's that in a nutshell is finding the who and, and the why and who are you and why are you what you are and for me that's what I went back to and I thought well actually you know, I'm a black belt, but I don't have to be a black belt in karate. I'm a black belt in business. Okay. But black belt in different levels because, you know, most people think, oh, you know, you're a black belt and you, you know, you can do all this stuff. But, you know, there's levels in black belt, second dan, third dan, fourth dan, fifth dan. You don't become a master until you're seventh, eighth dan. Okay. So it's the same in business. You know, it takes years and you don't get that level until I took, it took me four years to get my black belt, but I, I, I've been training 30 years, you know, and I'm still a beginner. <laughs> I love that. And I love that belt metaphor, man. I, I might steal it sometimes. Hack away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Me a drink, though, when we meet. <laughs> it's a deal, man. And I hope it's going to be like, on offer mind i have plans of going in like two years if i can okay yeah we'll do something um, there's one thing though that um i must tell you about and you rem you mentioned you reminded me this is my tim ferris story oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> please do yeah hopefully we won't we won't get any internet interruption but i'll be as quick as i can Around about 2001, we, we were growing as a company and we'd moved office one time and we were on an old farm, a unit, business unit, you know, it wasn't very big. 
And I remember specifically, we just moved into this big unit and we were starting to sell a lot more stuff. And one day the phone rings and uh, one of my uh, sales assistants at the time answered the phone and she turned around to me and she said, David, there's somebody called Tim on the phone who wants to talk to you. I said, okay, fine. What's it about? And she said, oh, it's something. He's got a product to sell. I went, okay. So I um, so just got talking to him and he was telling me about this thing and it was a nutrition thing and, um, you know, he was trying to, you know, I think it's the latest thing for awareness and, you know, speeding up your reaction, reactions, things like that. It was, it was for the fitness industry. And um, I went, yeah, maybe, you know, but anyway, so I put the phone down, I had the call to him. And then a week later, he rang again. And I had another talk to him and, and it went on for a few weeks. And then eventually I said, look, just send me some samples, you know, just send, send it over to me. And about a week later, this parcel arrived with these pots in and also these little strips that are like mint strips that you took, take them out of this little packet, put them on your tongue and they melted on your tongue. Right. And he also had a product called Body Quicken in there as well, um, which were some pills for the, for the muscles, I guess, for speeding up the muscular synapses, uh, reactions in the muscles. Anyway, we put them on our website, we started selling them, and he'd ring me every now and again, and we'd talk about you know, products and selling things. I can't remember exactly when it ended, um, but we stopped selling them eventually. Anyway, fast forward to 2007, I think it was. Um, I was at the airport in London, and I was getting on a flight to go to the Martial Arts Super Show, which is the show in Las Vegas every year they have. And uh, for us, it's our industry, it's like Funnel Hacking Live for the martial arts industry, but not that big. Well, it's big, actually, big. And um, Tony Robbins has spoken there before. We've had him on stage before, yeah. It's run by a company who I used to sell product for. Anyway, long story short, um, I'm looking for a book to read on the plane, as you do. And I always want to read something positive, you know, sort of, you know, um, uh, something that will stimulate me business-wise. I'm looking through the books, and I see this one. It says, the four-day work week. So I pick it up. Okay, by Tim Ferriss. All right, okay, so I opened the book. Remember, I had no idea who this guy was then. And I start reading through the chat, through the, the beginning of his story. And it gets to the part said, in 2001, I came up with this nutritional product called, Brett, called Brain Quicken. And I went, what? <laughs> it's like, really? Is it? And I shut up. <laughs> and I was like looking at the book thinking, is this the guy then I used to speak to? He used to ring me up. It's crazy. And I opened the book again, and so I bought the book and read the book. <laughs> but the weird, the, 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 the story is that I didn't know who he was. And at the time, he probably didn't know who he was. It's like this journey again, isn't it? Okay, you know, it, Tim Ferriss didn't know he was going to become this massive blog, blogger and, and, and award-winning author. You know, he was just a businessman, an entrepreneurial guy on a journey. Um, he sold the company. I get, he was getting burnt out. And I remember at the time, I think when he was, he was talking about when he was selling it, there was a dip in the market. It, was right, it must have been 2007, eight or something then. And um, he, he was being bought out and then he didn't get the money he wanted for it, I, I believe. I don't know the whole story, but yeah, just a, just bizarre, isn't it? Who you knew? Yeah, it is. I'm I'm big team fan and I love, love that story. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, David. Yeah, it's funny. All right. Could you share with listeners where they can find you and connect with you online. Yeah, sure. Um, my uh, hero page, if you like, is um, davidlowmarketing.com. So you can, you can get to me on there. I have a coaching page on there. 
um, a resource page, which I'm adding to all the time. I've got some free downloads on there as well. So anybody wants to go and have a little hunt around, there's some, there's some free stuff on there. There's affiliate marketing, my affiliate pages on my resources page as well. Um, so they can go there. Um, just search for David Low 123 on Facebook and you'll find me as my on my profile. You can go to my Facebook page there. I'm just starting a new group as well. I do have a group, um, which it, the Facebook stuff I'm learning more about as well, about channeling and, and driving traffic from, from your Facebook page. There's a lot of things I see that a lot of people in, on the groups, when, when I friend people, I always take make a point of saying thanks for connecting because that's an important part to grow your your awareness. And also, you're not, you're not doing it out of just the sales thing. But you never know. So you should always do that. And when you I never when, know who is the next Tim Ferriss. <laughs> correct. That's absolutely right. It's 100% man. And I also put people in my click funnel stroke marketing group, um, people in, in a Facebook group, in, uh, sorry, Facebook list. I don't know you know about that. You can create a list of different people and different things. So all my martial art guys are in one. My click funnels and my uh, online marketing is in another. I've got affiliates in another. So when I post anything out, or in the future I need to do stuff, I, I, I can either send it to everybody or send it to the specific lists as well. So that's quite important as well. Um, yeah, he had me. He has me in the group like super awesome people. <laughs> yeah, that's the new list. <laughs> as always links will be at the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash david and if you're watching on youtube they will be in the description down below connect with david and david thanks very much for coming i i enjoy our talk Well, well well um don't forget I've got this beta course coming out as well, which I'll happily I'll send to you um, for you know you can check it over as well and, and um, be one of my uh, beta testers if you like. Have a look at it; that'd be sure. really cool. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Maybe we should add podcasting in there. That's what we should do. Maybe that's that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. Again, thanks for your time. And everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on podcast and YouTube as well, wherever you are listening and or watching. And until the next week, goodbye, everyone. Bye, David. Peace. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and for sticking to the end. Uh, As always, if you got some value, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, Leave us a review if you are listening on Apple. And also if you think uh, of some person that may benefit and you want to share the episode, feel free to do so, help us spread the word. And again, you can find the links at show notes on affiliatejourney.co slash David. Uh, All of the links that David has mentioned as well as the Facebook engagement masterclass. So head on over there and Until next week, cheers for your success.